Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Cast Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Outcast Shark Sharks from the South Park Cast. Sharks from the South Park Cast. Podcast Shark Pod Shark Park Park Podcast. Sharks from the South Park Podcast. Podcast Shark of the Podcast Shark. Podcast Shark. Pod. South Park Podcast Shark. South Park and South Park Podcast Shark Fun Podcast Fun Podcast Podcast Shark Shark Fun The South Park Podcast Shark Fun Season 6 finale of South Park, and what a better way to do it than by another Christmas episode! Yes, it is another Christmas episode, and you know, if the Simpsons are the kings of the Halloween episode, then South Park might as well be the kings of the Christmas episodes, because there hasn't been one truly bad 
Christmas episode that South Park has done yet. And this is another example of how good a Christmas episode can be. Because this week, the episode that is being reviewed is Red Sleigh Down. Uh, this is, in fact, the fifth Christmas episode that South Park has done at this particular point in time. They did one on the first four seasons of South Park, and then they skipped last season because, you know, how can you... Honestly, how can you go through Christmas when Kenny died? You know, it's just... You know, it's just too depressing to do a Christmas episode, but... Anyway, they have come back one year after not doing a Christmas episode by doing a Christmas episode, and it is Red Slay Down. And you know what? I'm in the festive spirit. I'm ready to go. I hope you are too. Let's dive into this week's episode, the season six finale of South Park, Red Slay Down. This episode is written and directed by Trey Parker, and the original air date was December 11th, 2002, two weeks before Christmas. You could show it for the whole family. So the episode begins at Cartman's house where he is with Kyle. No, not Kyle, his cousin Kyle. And cousin Kyle is putting together the ratio of naughty and nice. And let's just say that Cartman's ratio is not too good on the nice side. There's a lot of naughty things he did. So Cartman, all he really wants for Christmas, the gift that he really wants the most this year, is a Hybo robot dog, which I'll get into in a minute. So Cartman tries to figure out, okay, well, what can I do to, you know get myself on the nice list. And Cousin Kyle, he means well when he says this, but he says, even if you find a cure for cancer and AIDS in a week, you would still owe Santa two Christmas gifts. So, Carmen now knows that he's gotta be super nice in order to get that Hybo robot dog. So you know what, let's take a look real quick at a Hybo robot dog. The actual name is Ibo. Uh, the inventors were Sony's Digital Creatures Lab and Toshitada Doi. Uh, it was created in 1999. The first consumer model was introduced on May 11th, 1999. New models were released every year until 2006, and in 2006, Iba was added into the Carnegie Mellon University Robot Hall of Fame. Yep, because robot dogs are going to take over the world. In November 2017, Sony announced a new generation of Ibo after 11 years. The fourth generation model, the ERS-1000, was launched in Japan on January 11, 2018. The second lottery sale was set on February 6th of this year. So, yeah, you know, it's a robotic dog, and you have to feed it. And if you don't feed it, 
it will die. Aww. So we go to the town square and everybody's gathered up to, you know, for the lighting of the Christmas tree. And even Kyle and his family are there. And here comes Carmen in an ugly Christmas sweater. And he's like, Merry Christmas, you guys. God bless us, everyone. And Stan and Kyle, they're like, okay, what's going on here? And Carmen's like, oh, nothing. You know, it's the Christmas spirit. And, you know, I'm just all in a great mood. So they celebrate because they're going to light the Christmas tree. But before they do, Jimmy comes up. And he now he's going to turn the lights on. But he wants to sing his favorite Christmas carol. So they're like, okay, sure. And then this is where the jokes begin. Oh, it's so good. On the f first day of c c Christmas, my love gave to me a p partridge in a p pear tree. And Mr. Garrison's standing there and he's like, oh my god, no. Why? So, while this is going on, um, there's talks, even from the mayor, about how, you know, this Christmas isn't going to be a normal Christmas because of the possibility that, you know, the U.S. is going to go into Iraq and they're going to bomb them. And, you know, they're not going to really have a Christmas. So, Carmen's like, I got it. We are going to give Christmas to Iraq. We're going we're gonna to give all of them a Christmas they'll never forget. So they all go to Cartman's house, and Cartman starts putting things in boxes. He's putting some of his toys in and other things, and he wants Stan and Kyle to help. And they're just still not sure, you know, what's going on here. When all of a sudden, howdy ho! Yes, Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, comes. And... He comes for the holiday season, and Cartman tells him about how, you know, he wants to give Christmas to the people of Iraq, and he's got a great idea. He can help them, and he can help them with his poo-choo train. And that leads us to this great song. So yep, they made it. Uh, they made it all the way to the North Pole via the Poochu train, and now they're about to go to the North Pole, and they're like, "Okay, so we're here, but it's not Santa's workshop. It's Santa's Fortress of Solitude." And they get to the doors of the Fortress of Solitude, and hey, it's the underpant gnomes from three seasons ago. And they're talking, and the underpants gnomes explain that at, during this time of the year, they help Santa Claus. So they go in, they're allowed, and they get to visit Santa Claus. And 
you know, Carmen's still putting on this act, he explains that all he wants to do is to give the people in Iraq a Christmas. And Santa's like, ho, 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 well, you know, I haven't been over there in a very long time. You've got a great idea. I'm going to go over to Iraq. So Santa loads up the sleigh. He's in, you know, he's got his core of eight reindeer, not including Rudolph, because, you know, I think Rudolph costs money to get. I don't know. And Santa flies out of his fortress of solitude and starts going to Iraq. Meanwhile, the boys and Mr. Hanky, they are now in the control center to where they can check and see where Santa Claus is. And Santa Claus makes it to Iraq. And he's flying over and he drops a couple gifts and some kids get it. And what's really cool about it, and they do this twice in the episode, or actually three times in the episode, is when you see the kids, the faces are of the old Rankin-Bass um, Christmas specials. Like the reactions and the way they look. If, if, you, if you don't know what I'm talking about, go back and watch them uh, like uh, uh, Santa Claus is coming to town is a perfect example of what the faces look like so as this is going on a couple of Iraqis get their missile and they shoot Santa down and Santa Claus the sleigh is going around and around it's spinning around and around and it crashes into the ground and at first it's Oh my God! We've lost Santa. Sant, you know, we we've lost him. We can't get in contact with him, but we do manage to get in contact with Santa, and he explains that all of the reindeer are dead. Both of his knees are broken. His legs are broken, and then he gets captured by a bunch of Iraqis. And now there is the real possibility that Christmas might not happen. Meanwhile, back in South Park, Timmy is only on the second part of the 12 Days of Christmas. And it's starting to put everyone to sleep. So now we go back to the North Pole and Stan and Kyle are upset because Cartman's idea didn't work. And, you know, all Cartman wanted was that robotic dog. And the underpants gnomes are like, well, wait a minute, hold on. Everything might not be too bad. We can still get in touch with Jesus. So they're like, okay, bring up the second sleigh. So there's a second red sleigh. And they want to go, but, you know, they, they say, you know, the names, Dasher, Dancer, Prancer, Vixen. Uh, well, it doesn't quite work, because if you remember, the original group is dead. So... So the elves then tell them the names of the replacement reindeer. The replacement reindeer for Red Sleigh 2 are... And, and this you might want to teach your kids someday in case all eight reindeer die. On Steven, on Fluffy, on Horace, on Chantel, on Skippy, on Rainbow, on Patches, and Montel. So all of them fly away on Red Sleigh 2 as they go to meet Jesus. Meanwhile... Jimmy is still singing the 12 Days of Christmas. 
I think we're at like number five at this point, so you know, five golden rings. Yeah, this is pretty funny. I mean, this is a funny joke. So, as this is going on, Santa is based, he's a captive, and he's held by a bunch of Iraqis, and they, you know, try to get Santa to talk. You know, he's like, you know, man, you know, you're, you're you know, America's trying to ruin us, man. You know, I, I don't know what secrets you know, so why don't you tell us? Why don't you tell us the secrets, man? And Santa's like, what are you talking about? I have no idea. So what they do is, in, in, in a way to try to get him to talk, is they pull his pants down and they use these two electric devices. And they're going to shock Santa in the nuts. And before the first one happened, Santa's like, Oh no, not Santa's balls. And they start shocking Santa in the gonads. And poor Santa, he's not going to be able to... He's not, he's not going to be able to give any hicknog to the women. So this keeps going for a little bit. Meanwhile, in a church, Jesus is helping the less fortunate during this time and baptizing some kids when Red Slate 2 comes right through the windows of a church. And they land in the church. And they explain to Jesus what's going on. And Jesus is like, okay, I'm going to have to go. But before I do, I gotta get loaded. So he goes to one of the confession booths and he pulls one of the doors over and there is a variety of guns for him to use. So now he's packed and he's ready to go. So now they're all on and they're about to go into Iraq to save Santa Claus. Meanwhile, Jimmy is on, I think, part number eight of the 12 Days of Christmas. We lose track at some point of the numbers, folks. So they land, they get to Iraq, and they land on a roof. And a couple of Iraqis stop Jesus. And Jesus is like, okay, I come in peace. And then he pulls a couple guns out. And he says, I'm loaded. So he shoots one with a gun, and then he stabs another one with a knife through the head. And he he and the boys and Mr. Hanky, they go on down to help Santa. Well, they get there, and the, Iraqi, the Iraqis start trying to get to Jesus, and Jesus shoots them. And he even shoots the main Iraqi who has been, you know, torturing Santa Claus. And he... You know, he takes him down and he frees Santa and he gives Santa a gun. And Santa's like, hold on. So he's trying to shoot the one Iraqi. He, at first, it just seems like he can't do it. So he shoots a couple rounds and Jesus is like, Santa, why? And he's like, I just couldn't. I just couldn't. I just couldn't let that son of a bitch go. And this guy's just blown up. So they get to you know they get out of the room and they're trying to make their way towards the sled to Red Sleigh 2 and Santa's like come on we can make it to the roof we can get out of here in time and then all of a sudden an Iraqi shoots Jesus from behind and Santa Claus shoots the Iraqi that shot him 
And Santa goes to Jesus, and he's like, Oh, Jesus, you'll be fine. And he's like, Oh, Santa, you're a terrible liar. And then one of the more shocking moments in the history of South Park happens as Jesus dies. Yep. Jesus died. So, then we get the, the this immortal line. Stan goes... Oh my god, Iraqis killed Jesus. And Kyle goes, You bastards. So they manage all of them to get to the sleigh, and, you know, they can't remember the names at first, but then they remember, and I'll remind you again, the new reindeer. On Steven, on Fluffy, on Horace, on Chantel, on Skippy, on Rainbow, on Patches, and Montel. So they all fly away. And we see a couple of Iraqis are trying to get the sleigh, but Santa Claus is prepared as he releases some missile, excuse me, some missiles. And Iraq starts to become a winter wonderland of Christmas materialism with lights and trees and presents and all this stuff. And Santa Claus basically makes Iraq into a a Christmas village, we could say. Back at the South Park Town Square, Jimmy finally finishes the 12 Days of Christmas, and the mayor's like, he's done? He's done! Okay, light up the tree! There's only five seconds till Christmas! So they try to light the tree up, and as they do, the lights go out. Aww. But here comes Santa flying in the air, and he lights the tree up, and Christmas in South Park is saved. Hooray! So, Santa then gets on the mic, and he explains to them how, on Christmas, every day, we should remember the life of Jesus. Because Jesus died for us in Iraq tonight, trying to save Christmas. So, from this Christmas forward, and every Christmas thereafter, we should remember what Jesus was, the life of Jesus. So as Santa leaves, Mr. Hanky is going to leave with him, Santa tells the boys, there's a couple of Christmas gifts under the tree. You might want to check it out. So they go to the tree, they each open it up, and it's a Hybo robot dog! Everyone is happy. Except for Cartman, because he wanted to be the only one who had a Hybo robot dog. So everything that he did, it didn't really matter. Because now Stan and Kyle have a Hybo robot dog. So basically, you know, everything is good. Everything is back together. Christmas is here. They're all celebrating. Oh, and Kenny comes back. Kenny comes back? You mean he came back? Kenny's back from the dead? It's a Christmas miracle! So Kenny asks them what has been going on, and Stan's like, you would not believe what has been going on here. So they leave to tell him what's been going on, 
And that is the end of Red Slade Down, and more importantly, the end of Season 6 of South Park. Um, <clears throat> this, like I said, this is another great Christmas episode that South Park put out. This is just another great episode that they did. Um, I think it's hard to figure out which Christmas episode is the best because they each have their own meaning. Uh, the first one, well, it's special because it is the first one. You know, there, there, there hasn't been a Christmas episode on television really before or since like the one with South Park, you know, the introduction to Mr. Hankey. Uh, we, we get the debut of Mr. Mackey. We get Kyle's Mama's Bitch. Um, a lot of classic stuff. The second one is probably the worst of the five, but it doesn't mean that it's terrible. Yes, you know, they have Charlie Manson involved, but, it, you know, it's still a decent episode. The third one is the, you know, they all sing the different Christmas songs, and, you know, it was sort of a dark time for that crew because they had lost an original member, she had committed suicide, so this was sort of a tribute to her. And then the fourth one is, you know, we find out Mr. Hankey has a family, and they're trying to get the spirit of Christmas in the town, and... The only way they could really do it is by making this animation short. And now we have this fifth one where Cartman tries to be good to be on Santa's nice list, and the only way that he thinks he can do it is by bringing Christmas to Iraq. It's just very smart. This is a funny episode, and Timmy trying to or Jimmy trying to sing the Twelve Days of Christmas is absolutely hilarious. Um. Oh, man. This is going to get a high score. I just don't know how high of a score it's going to get. Um. Oh, man. I. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Wow. It. I'm going to. I'm going to give this a nine. It's going to get a strong nine for me. I. I don't know what's holding me back from giving it a 10, but I just think a 9 is a very good mark for them. I, I think it's a good mark, especially, you know, um, you know, just especially the way it's done. So. so, how did this episode come? Where did the idea come from? Well, the episode came together at the last possible moment, believe it or not. The big problem was figuring how to resurrect Kenny without disrupting the narrative flow. In the end, they decided to simply have him show up at the last possible moment. Pretty, pretty good idea, I guess? This episode came from the idea of Black Hawk Down with Santa Claus. The creators had always planned to bring Kenny back in the last episode. <coughs> Excuse me. But they killed off Jesus, who dies to save Santa. The idea being that's why at Christmas time we think about Jesus. 
uh, Santa's house in the North Pole is just like Superman's Fortress of Solitude from Superman 2. The episode is included in the DVD compilation Christmas Time in South Park. Alright, so let's go to IMDb and see what everybody thinks. Of over 1,400 members of IMDb, the average rating for this episode is an 8.1 out of 10. 318 people gave this episode a 10. 278 people gave this a 9. That's going to be the grade I give it. 374 people gave this an 8. And 32 people gave this episode a 1. You heartless, non-Christmas-loving losers. To break it down for demographics, over a thousand males voted, and the average rating for the males is an 8.1. 88 females voted, and the average rating for the females, you guessed it, is an 8.1. So again, another solid rating for this South Park episode. We have three reviews to go through, so let's jump into it. The first one is from Gangsta Hippie, who wrote, Red Sleigh Down is the season six Christmas special of South Park. It's pretty entertaining and an action-packed episode. Cartman finds out he needs to do something very good to get the specific toy he wants. He decides that if he brings Christmas to Iraq, Santa will see that he is good. Him and the boys go with Santa and Mr. Hanky to Iraq. However, some Iraqis shoot Santa down and begin to torture him. It's now up to the boys and Jesus to save him. The episode spoofs elements of the movie Three Kings. <laughs> this is a fairly good Christmas episode of South Park, and it also marks the return of Kenny, who was absent from this season. Uh, next review, this is from a new one. Haven't read this one from or from this person before. It is from Jamie C523, who wrote In this South Park Christmas episode, the boys and Mr. Hankey must save Santa Claus as he has been kidnapped by Iraqi terrorists while doing his Christmas rounds. The boys and Mr. Hankey need some extra help, so they search for some help from Jesus Christ. While this is all happening, Jimmy decides to bless all of South Park with singing 12 Days of Christmas. This episode is so funny as it has some great moments with Santa and Jesus together, and also the scenes where Santa is being tortured is pretty funny. You gotta have an open and humorous mind in order to enjoy this episode and all South Park episodes in fact, but I guarantee it's something you will never forget. This episode may look wacky and funny to us, but for the boys, it's all a part of growing up in South Park. That's very true. The last review is from Explorer DS6789, and this is sort of a novel, so I will read this to you guys, because i got plenty of time. Uh, Explorer DS wrote, When Cartman realizes that he may not get any Christmas presents this year because he's been extremely naughty, he embarks on a quest to bring Christmas cheer to somebody who needs it. At the tree lighting ceremony that night, the mayor mentions how people in Iraq have next to nothing for the holidays, so Carmen decides to send all kinds of cheer their way. Naturally, he's got a hidden agenda. He wants a high-bow robot dog, which 
You have to feed or else it dies. Yep, that's him. Just as Stan and Kyle wonder what fat ass is up to, along comes Mr. Hanky, who wants to help, and suggests Santa Claus can help as well, so he conjures them up a magical vehicle that will transport them to the North Pole. The Poochoo Train, constructed from a sewer filled with feces. Mr. Hankey and Cartman, along with a reluctant Stan and Kyle, board the train and head north. Meanwhile, in South Park, Jimmy is selected to light the tree, but requests to sing his favorite Christmas song first. Unfortunately for everybody in attendance, it's the 12 days of Christmas. So the boys arrive at the North Pole and tell Santa their plan, who agrees to fly over Iraq with a sleigh of presents and good cheer. The mission seems successful at first, until some Iraqi snipers shoot his sleigh down. Santa crash lands and is taken prisoner. The boys learn of Santa becoming a prisoner of war, and then Carmen lets his motive slip and the boys shame him for potentially ruining Christmas for the rest of the world. That's when they think of someone who can help them. Jesus! They find him performing miracles in Italy, and once he learns Santa is in trouble, he jumps in to help, bringing along an arsenal of assault weapons. The Almighty's packing. So they go aboard Red Sleigh 2 and a team of backup reindeer and head to Iraq, where Santa is being tortured and interrogated. Jesus, the boys, and Mr. Hankey quickly come to the rescue. Santa shoots the interrogator dead for shocking his testicles, and they book it. Unfortunately, Jesus is shot from behind and sadly doesn't make it. As they fly away in the sleigh, Santa decrees he will bring Christmas to Iraq no matter what, and so he launches missiles and rockets filled with cheer onto the people, who are now all smiles. Back in South Park, Jimmy finally concludes the song after five hours of the twelve days. He lights the tree, which shorts out immediately after. All seemed lost until Santa arrived and lit up the tree. He decrees that Christmas should now be a day of honoring Jesus and gets back to work, but not before giving all three boys Hybo robot dogs, which angers Cartman. Then Kenny comes back and all returns to normal. My favorite South Park Christmas episode. From beginning to end, it is awesome. I remember thinking this show was on its last legs because season six was a real letdown in the first half. But the second half got better as they ditched Butters and Tweak as the fourth friend and just had Stan, Kyle, and Cartman do their thing. But now Kenny is back because the Kenny dolls were selling at a great rate and Comedy Central saw him as a money maker again. No joke. This episode also sadly marks the death of Jesus in this universe, although he comes back in season 11. This is also the last appearance of Mr. Hankey, although he has a brief cameo in episode 201. Not sure why they phased him out, but this was the time when South Park became much more topical and preachy. Also, Jimmy seems to have recently lost his stutter now, unless it's for the sake of a joke. So, this holiday season, I strongly recommend Red Slade Down. Alright, so I wanna I wanted to share my thoughts real quick on the sixth season because it is over. And I have to say, even though this is the second most episodes in a season, this is 17 episodes, season 2 has the most with 18. The difference between... Uh, pardon me. Between the 18-episode second season and this one, the 17-episode sixth season, 
is this one is a lot more fun. Like I had discussed with Fro when he was on the show, season two, it just seems like a lot of those episodes are just forced. You know, South Park, you know, is being used as the money cow by Comedy Central at that time, and they're just trying to milk the very best they could out of it. Here, you could tell that the show's been given more freedom. It's, you know, just better. It's a better product by this point in time. And, you know, there are some people who have said in our Facebook group that season six is their favorite season. And to be honest, I could see why it's their favorite season. There are some really good episodes. There are some very strong episodes in this sixth season. I think if I had to pick the weakest episode of season six was the very first episode. That's how good the season was. You know you have a good season when your weakest episode is your first episode of the season. That's how strong a season is. Um, I don't know where I would rank this. I really don't. But it's up there. It is one of their better seasons, I think, that South Park has done. All right, let's get into the plugs to wrap it up. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97. You can join the Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Just type that in. You are right there. And if there's any reason how you why you can't get in the group, don't worry. You can click on the link in the description box and you are right there. And don't forget to join the Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Bill's World of Podcasts where your support, your donations, will help not only this podcast, but other podcasts that I do. All right. uh, In two weeks, I will begin Season 7 of South Park because next week we're going to the movies as I will be reviewing the 1998 movie Basketball. And I may have a friend with me to help review this episode hope you guys enjoyed it i am bill you've been listening to sharks pond a south park podcast and if you don't mind i'm gonna go hop on the poochoo train poochoo trains laying down its tracks with a poochoo all the way and back poo train is my favorite thing spreading christmas joy as we ride and sing Christmas time wouldn't be the same without hugs and kisses and a poo-choo train.